Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of Campfire Adventures. So, yes, Um, I'm so excited because, as you could already tell, we have a very special guest on today's episode, and it's no other than one of my very best friends, Marquisa. Uh, (laughs) How do you say that? Marquesa, you all know her. She's one of the OGs. She's been around ever since the first episode we've done. So I want to do a special to one of my best friends, Marquesa, for being here today. So thank you. You're welcome. And I hope you all enjoy because we have a really good episode. You all, I just want you to know that this is the one episode that we needed for you all to learn what the big surprises that I mentioned in last week's episode. So who knows? Maybe by this time you already know, because obviously, as you figured out, each episode that I release is just one every Wednesday, but I obviously have a big surplus of episodes. So you might already know what the big surprise was, because I probably could have posted something by then. But if you don't, you'll definitely hear what the big surprise was on next week's episode. But focusing on this week's episode, we have completed our run of the seven states in seven days with seven stories. And honestly, I can't believe that we even did that. It's just crazy to me because each story is so different. But I know you don't know this yet because you actually haven't heard the episodes as well. But with the last couple episodes, we've been able to kind of connect them with one another. And each episode is still specific to each state, but... It's kind of crazy because we have a couple that are kind Mm -hmm. of linked within each other and they just kind of tie. But, you know, we're in close regions. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. We've discussed, like, I guess I'll give you a little sneak peek. But for all of you who are listening, it's not a sneak peek. (laughs) We talked about how Bigfoot was connected to the wild men from Tennessee. So that was kind of cool. And then I was wondering exactly how many of these creatures are actually connected. Mm -hmm. So we're in Ohio. And I know that you guys didn't know what the seven states we were going to hit were, but obviously we hit them all. So now we're in Ohio, which honestly is super cool because I seriously wasn't sure that we were going to be able to finish a seven day extravaganza or even like how it was going to go. But we did it. We made it. And I visited while I was here in Ohio, the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. And let me tell you, or I guess let me ask you, can America get any more beautiful? Like, The trees are out of this world. The river, beautiful. And I know that there were waterfalls here. I didn't get a chance to see them. But everything Mm -hmm. else around here was so cool. Like the little towns. I mean, I might not be able to do the whole inner city thing. (laughs) Because that was a little bit of a challenge. But I'll tell you guys about that a little bit later. But so far, so beautiful. And, you know, I guess the only way to figure out if America could get even more beautiful is by hitting up the rest of the states that we're going to. So no big surprise, we're going to talk about Ohio a lot more later, but I think we should actually start getting into today's story before we get too far off topic. Let's do it. So grab a drink. We're in the hotel room. Yes, hotel room, because I'm so tired. I've been driving (laughs) this whole time because, you know, Superman and Ollie, they're great and all, but they don't want to get their driver's license. They see what kind of pain (laughs) I'm going through. And so (laughs) for the team, you know, for the boys and the, you know, beautiful sacrificing for the crew, but, you know, but anyway, so let's get into today's story.
today's creature is pretty interesting. Residing in Loveland, Ohio, which, first of all, that's a really cool name, Loveland, Ohio. really cool. (laughs) Well, there's a forest, and along the riverside of this wonderful town is a group or individual creature, depending on who you ask, that has been seen over four times in the last 66 years. Now... I'm not sure what all of you out there are scared of. I mean, you could tell us what you're scared (laughs) of if you want to. But you already all know that my arch nemesis are worms. And I know you might laugh at that. (laughs) And, you know, I I did an internship in Laos just real quick. I did an internship in Laos and there used to be these little worms that had these cocoons on them. And my team would Uh make fun of me because they're like, it's just a big guy. Those little itty bitty worms you're scared of. I just I can't do it. And I might have shared that, but I I can't. So it's time to stop judging me because I'm being honest and we need more support here (laughs) than anything. So I'm working on the phobia. I I mean, not currently, you know, because I haven't touched a worm (laughs) and I don't know how long, but one day I will overcome that fear and I'll share it with Mm -hmm. you all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm getting sidetracked. So the whole point of me asking you what you're afraid of is because I don't want to scare anyone with today's creature. So if amphibians or maybe not your thing, then maybe this episode isn't the episode for you. But if you're up for the challenge of moving forward and not letting your fears stop you from living your life and listening to this podcast, then stay tuned because we're going to talk about a creature that's known to the locals as the Loveland Frogman. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I was actually, (laughs) this isn't going to make it in there, but I was watching the Croods and that little belt thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, these frogmen are about four feet tall. What? They walk on two legs. They hop, of course, as well. But they've been seen on two legs, covered in a wrinkly leather-like skin. They have a frog-like hand and feet. And other than that, they pretty much resemble a regular normal frog. And there are a lot of them out there. So, I mean. The colors I've seen are black and white sketches, so I can't tell you if they're green or not, but... <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. No, you're fine. But I'm just saying, that's a no for me, dog. I don't want to see no <laughs> giant frog hanging around me or hanging around my car or whatever. Nope. They can go with the worms, and hopefully they can both decide to stay away from me. But anyway, <laughs> they're like, I think... Uh, 70 miles away from me so hopefully they don't try to come to the hotel room right now within the last 66 years this creature like i said was only spotted four different times oh wow and it made the creature famous a local legend in the area so what exactly happened those four different times that it was seen i mean it doesn't seem like a lot but we've talked about creatures recently that have been seen once have been seen twice and completely disappeared and Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy how much just the idea of something actually being there makes it even bigger than what it actually is. Right. So the first sighting happened in 1955. There was a businessman who was traveling for work when all of a sudden, out of the corner of his eye, he saw something that seemed sort of odd. So hear me out real quick. What he saw was a few of these frog-like creatures hanging out on the side of the road. So remember, he's a traveling businessman. So he's driving mm. along in Loveland, Ohio, or along that route. And all of a sudden, he sees something out of the corner of his eye. So he pulls over. He doesn't want to tell anybody what his name is because he's scared that 
I mean, anyone would be scared that people are going to just bombard him with questions, call him a liar, la, 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 la. So he doesn't tell anybody. But what he says is that when he saw these creatures, they were huddled, almost like, you know, like in a football formation, like planning something. But before he could react, you know, because he was looking at them, the frogmen noticed him. They fit the exact description of what I had said earlier. So there isn't anything else that these creatures could have been besides the Loveland Frogman. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is the first encounter. So to him, this is out of this world crazy. I mean, four feet tall frog creatures hanging out on the side of the road. They're like <laughs> planning, I don't know, world domination <laughs> with the worms. <laughs> so when they all saw each other, the only thing the man could do was run. But before he could do that, one of the frogs did something crazy. He had a stick in his hand, and with the flick of a wrist, one of the frogmen was able to create a spark of electricity out of the stick. Oh, I didn't tell you? It's believed that these frogmen actually have the ability to use magic in the form of electricity. Yes. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. So not only are these dudes frogs and are magical, let me just say, if being a frogman wasn't enough... Having magic, I don't want them anywhere near me. I mean, come on, four feet tall. Isn't that enough? Like, why do they need magic? But I digress. Because what happened to the businessman? He was supposed to run away, and all of a sudden there's electricity coming out. Well, it's believed, and I mean, it would only make sense, that he got into his car and drove away safely. Nobody knows who he is, but obviously he survived because he was able to tell everybody about his encounter, right? Right. But... We need to keep going on. This is just the first sighting. And we have three more to cover. So the second and third sighting happened within two weeks of each other in 1971. There was a police officer who reported the second sighting of the Loveland Frogman. On March 3rd, and like I said, 1971, a police officer who didn't want to be named, just like the traveling businessman, who wants to be known mm-hmm. as the lunatic talking about four feet tall frogmen, <laughs> you know, like... I mean, I, I mean, I might, but, you know, I, I mean, I guess I am. We're telling this podcast, but I couldn't have done it without these sources. So he didn't want to be named. And he reports that he was driving by a river on his way to no other than Loveland, Ohio. So real quick, because around this time, the temperature is really cold. So I know I said March and being from California, you might think, well, March is like chill, but it's not like freezing cold. But right. Here, I guess, in the middle, temperatures can get really cold. And I mean, Ohio's kind of close to the east side. But there's a chance that water could freeze over on the road. And so just to be cautious, he would have to be driving really slow because you never know when you're going to cover a part of, like, I think it's called black ice. Black ice, where you can't even tell Mm -hmm. if there's ice on the road. And then even driving up here, I actually drove through most of Ohio. So mm-hmm. I saw tons of signs that said to keep in mind that there might be ice on the road. Obviously, we're in the middle of summer, so I guess it's not more prevalent to happening. So it hasn't happened, right. and I haven't seen any ice. But during this time in March, he needs to be mindful that there might be ice on the road. And mm-hmm. the reason I bring it up is because we're going to talk about that right now. So anyway, the officer, he was driving, cruising around real slowly because he didn't want to be like reckless or anything. And so he's driving close to the road when he saw something off to the side. He couldn't really make it out. And he wasn't sure what to do. So he slowed down even more to see if he could make out whatever this creature was. 
And just as he got closer, the creature leapt at the car, and in shock, the officer stopped. The car frozen still, the officer in shock, because just then, the creature stood tall and in front of the car. On two feet stood this four-foot-tall creature with leathery skin, a frog-like head, and staring directly at the officer. Face to face. Once again, stare. Oh, what is up with these creatures and staring contests? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Um, well, okay, real quick. I'm just mm-hmm. saying because when I was staying in Tennessee, yes, when I was staying in Tennessee, there was bear warnings because I told you I was staying in bear country. So, you know, we weren't sure how things were going to go. And you know me and I have snacks everywhere, but I was following the rules. Like I said, you got to make sure you follow the rules. But they said never stare a bear in the eye because it could be seen as a threat or a challenge. So I don't know that I'd want to see a magical frog in the eye. I wouldn't want to stare one of these creatures eye to eye. But anyway, so they're staring each other eye in the eye. And just then, the creature, the frogman, crouched down and hopped into the river. So the officer went back to his command and told everyone about the encounter. Everyone just thought, like, okay, this must be some kind of joke. It wasn't until two weeks later when another officer who wanted to be named, his name was Mark Matthews, went to investigate the area. I think he was just going down that way and he just thought, you know, my friend so-and-so, you know, John Doe, we'll call him. my friend John Doe came to the area and said this and people are you know, laughing and blowing him off. And it's maybe I should take a second and just double check that everything was okay. So he's in the area, slows down, pulls over just so he can take a look around. And then he sees like a print, kind mm-hmm. of where John Doe had said that the creature had leapt into the river. And so he's looking at that, but he didn't see anything else. So he's scanning the area and then he sees something off on the side of the road. Couldn't really make out what it was, right? So he goes closer and closer. Thought maybe it was just a dead animal or something, some roadkill. And closer once more. And then the creature jumped up and looked at the officer. Face-to-face, Mark, and what it was now dubbed the Loveland Frogman. The officer did the only thing that he could think of, so he grabbed out his gun and fired. Boom. Direct hit. He hit the creature. I mean, I'm just saying. He hit this creature, but still, it crouched down and jumped into the river and disappeared. So, two officers had seen this creature. Then we have a report from 1955. But I said that there were four reports about this creature. So the last one happened in 2016. There was a teen named Sam Jacobs, and he was out Pokemon hunting with his girlfriend at the time. Yes, I know what you're thinking. He was actually really Pokemon hunting. So remember back in 2016 mm-hmm. when Pokemon Go was a huge thing and everybody was out and about doing their things, trying to catch them all and stuff? So he's going out and he's trying to catch them all, catching Pidgey and Pidgey and Pidgey, because we all know that there was tons of Pidgeys in 2016. There was nothing else. But then he came face to face with a creature that even the Pokedex couldn't identify. It turned out it wasn't part of the game. Mm -hmm. It was legitimately there in person. He describes a tall, leathery skinned creature that looked frog-like with bright yellow glowing eyes. 
Now, the story broke all around Ohio's news circuit. And the kid's story was available for everyone to see and judge. Some people claimed it was a hoax. Some people were just saying Sam wanted attention and just wanted to say whatever he wanted to say. But to him, the event really happened. And he had proof because he actually took a picture of the creature. But, I mean, it kind of didn't help his case because everyone was like, this looks so shady. You know, like, there's no way that this creature would have just stood that still for you to take a picture. And remember, the last report was in 1971. So this is all the way in 2016. So I'm going to let you guys be the judge. I'm going to post a picture on the website. Um, I know you can't see it. But actually, let me see if I can just send it to you so you can say something. Okay. What the heck? <laughs> I know, right? That is so weird. But isn't it almost like too perfect to see that? Yeah, like I don't know. Honestly, looking at it, it almost looks like if someone were dressed in like a potato sack kind of a outfit. I don't I don't know, just the form of it looks a little bizarre. And those eyes are so bright. Yeah. Those don't even, there's no eyeballs. They're just, like, two bright lights. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe, like, in the middle of the night, it might look like that. I'm not sure. But I'm going to post a picture, like I said, on the website. So, www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And you guys all take a look at it, and you let me know what you think. But those are the four reports, you know? Like, what do we think? Mm-hmm. Is, is he real? Four reports? I don't know. It... Seems like it could be because, I mean, we've talked about crazy creatures before. Right. And then we know that... Go ahead. I just feel like because the times are so spread out that, I mean, there has to be something. Even if it's not necessarily, like, legitimately a frog creature or whatever. Like, these people are seeing something that is very consistent and similar to the stories because these are, like, 20-plus years Mm-hmm. of different sightings so i just you know like that just doesn't make sense for it to be that far apart and not some sort of coincidence you know okay well let me tell you one more piece of evidence that i found so i did say that there were two officers out there who saw the creatures within two weeks of each other right right well we should definitely believe law enforcement would be honest but mm-hmm. years later mark matthew the gentleman who had seen the creature after the two weeks of the unnamed officer, he came forward and went back on his story. Oh, wow. And that there was no way, and it never could have been a way, that there was anything like a creature named the Loveland Frogman. He said he did shoot at the creature, but this creature seemed a lot more lizard-like and had a tail, so it, there was no possible way. Mm. So that lowers us down to three sightings of this creature, and, I mean, neither one of these sightings actually hold that much weight. Right. I mean, they kind of do and they kind of don't. But like you said, three different sightings of this creature, it just kind of makes it hard to believe that it's not possible. You know, I don't know if Ohio makes a big deal about their creatures. You know, like mm-hmm. we talked about in the last one, the Hopkinsville goblin that was right. famous and had its own day. But this one, it kind of just stops at these sightings. So I don't really know what else to tell you of whether he's real or not. But like you said, if there's some type of story to be told, and it's been told multiple times over the course of different decades, then maybe there's a sliver of truth out there. And just maybe there is Frogman of Loveland, Ohio. 
So if you're from the area and you've ever seen it, let me know. <laughs> but if not, and you come to the area, keep your eyes out. But until I leave Ohio, I'll keep my eyes peeled to let you know. But with that said, that leaves us at the end of this story. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was a good one. It was short, but it was really good. And we had great commentary from the wonderful Marquesa. <laughs> um, so now just a little bit more about Ohio. Um, so it was a kind of, this whole trip was a quick trip. But mm -hmm. I got to uh, the National Park, like I said, just in time to buy a postcard. Because one of the things that I'm doing, and I don't know if I've explained it to you all just yet, but... I'm trying to buy a postcard in every single state and I kind of write how I feel during this trip and la, 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 la. And so I ended up going there and I ended up meeting somebody and she was just so cool. So her name was Hannah. And if she ever hears this episode, then I want to give you a special shout out because she's going to go visit 10 different national parks in the course of a couple weeks. And she's traveled to over 32 states so far. Dang, so she's, go Hannah. Oh, she's so cool. We talked for about <laughs> an hour and she made the stop here in Ohio even better. And so we talked and we, we talked about traveling. We talked about our philosophies of traveling and everything kind of just led to, you know, what's the point of living if you're not going to, if you're going to be scared of the outcomes of things. Right. So I definitely went on this trip to push myself to limits that I've never thought that I'd have to go through or, or didn't know that I could overcome. And I've done so much so far. And I have two big surprises that I want to share with you all, but I'm just waiting a little bit longer before I tell you. I know that you'll know one of them soon, but I'm going to post a big, big one that was a big accomplishment for me and this podcast pretty soon. So I can't wait to tell you about that one, but we're here at the end of the story and Ohio has been great, but it's been a day trip. So I got to go to the national park. I did some laundry at the laundromat, <laughs> took a shower, got some Taco Bell <laughs> and you know, it's been great. And I got to do this episode with one of my best friends. So Aww. I can't have asked for any more. It's very beautiful here in Akron, Ohio, but for now that's a goodbye. So uh, thank you all out there in podcast land for listening. I truly appreciate it. Thank you Marquesa for being my live audience today. And then um, every noise that you've heard is because we are, in fact, in a hotel. So there are lights, there's AC, there's drinks, there's a bed. So you got tons <laughs> of noise. You got tons of noises. And, you know, thank you just so much. So whether you listen to this in the day or the evening, I hope you have a good day or good evening. And don't forget to check out all the pictures on Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcasts. And then all the behind the scenes are at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. Don't forget to check out the picture of the Loveland Frogman and let me know what you think. So thank you, everyone. Have a good one. Goodbye.